Hello and welcome to Deeply Curious. My name is Cody Jensen and joining me in our New York City studio apartment is my wife, Sarah. Hello. In this episode of Deeply Curious, we are going to keep it light. Yeah. Because the last episode was all about faith and politics <laughs> and pretty heavy uh, topic. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to, and it's also Thanksgiving week. Yeah, we're just going to have some fun. So we're going to just talk about some fun things. Um, also, Thanksgiving is one of those times where you're getting together with family. And a lot of times you're getting together with family that you see like once a year. Yeah. And so like they say, you want to avoid the topics of faith and politics. Of our last podcast. Yes, which is why we talked about it uh, last <laughs> podcast. Um, but it's like, well, what do you talk about? You know, because there are all these things, you know, talking about the weather, mm -hmm. uh, talking about what food you're eating, if mm -hmm. it's good. <laughs> What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Yeah. Um, and then also, if you haven't seen them in a year, it's like, what's been going on? You know, all that type of stuff, which, you know, is fine catching up and all that. But after a while, it just, there's a lull. Yeah. And what do you talk about? Yeah. Well, before we jump into that, I do want to let you know this podcast is brought to you by our friends at yep. bhphotovideo.com. Mm-hmm. And if you couldn't tell, we are recording <laughs> with an all new podcast setup thanks to our friends at BH. BH is a huge photo video superstore in New York City, but they also are an online retailer competing with all of the big dogs mm -hmm. because they are a big dog themselves. Yes, they are. BHphotovideo.com is where you can get all of your photo needs, video needs technology needs essentially lots of things a pro audio and speaking of pro audio we are podcasting on audio equipment from bnh photovideo.com if you want to know what we're recording on if you want to know the mic that i'm using the mic that sarah's using they're the same one um <laughs> not that they're two different mics but they're the, they're the same mic um, also brand new recorder. All of that is linked in the description mm -hmm. with links to B and H. So you can, uh, check out what Cody and Sarah use for their podcast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just want to say a huge thank you to, uh, B and H. And if you have any sort of need for yeah. cameras, camera equipment, tripods, Music. videos, video equipment, pro audio stuff, just Google it and B&H is going to come up because that's how huge they are. Yeah. Um, but if you just want to go to bhphotovideo.com or click any of the links in the description would be appreciated. Yep. Okay. So jumping into this conversation of Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, well, first, what, what are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? Do you have any favorite Thanksgiving memories? I mean, nothing in particular. I think my Thanksgivings are pretty um, normal, average American Thanksgiving dinners, <laughs> right? I don't. There's nothing crazy that happens. <laughs> I like Thanksgiving, though. I'll I mean, say that. I mean, what's your Thanksgiving experience like? What was it, what was Thanksgiving like growing up? I mean, we would wake up and watch the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on TV. Every single year. That was like my favorite thing. And then we would go over to my aunts or cousins or whoever was hosting that year. There's always like, I don't know, 40 or 50 people 
at my Thanksgiving every year. It's like a big Thanksgiving. Um, and then I would just chill with my cousins all day. <laughs> yeah. I remember growing up, we would always, well, we'd, we would do two different Thanksgivings. We'd have one at lunch at one grandparents, and then we'd have one for dinner at a different grandparents. Um, and the, at lunch, we, I had, I was always at the kids table mm. and I always hated being we at the kids, kids table. We had a kids table too for a long time. Because I've always been, um, I've always felt more mature. Like, oh, I'm an adult. Exactly. <laughs> and so I always hated being at the kids table because I don't want to talk about kids things. I want to talk about what the adults are talking about. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever really cared that much about being at one table or the other. I just like ate my food and then went to play. <laughs> You know, yeah, it had nothing to do with like who was at the table. It was yeah. about I wanted to talk about what the adults were talking about. Yeah, like their conversations to me were way more interesting than what kids wanted to talk about, and so I always just wanted to be at the adult table. And then, yeah, I mean, I guess like I was never really, I don't think I ever really thought that much about it. But in the after lunch, after the whole meal, I would go sit at the adult table and listen to the conversations. But I wouldn't really, I don't, I never really thought about it. Um, I just, I don't, this was random memory, but uh, I remember there was one year, every year my grandma would make um, these like sausage rolls. Mm -hmm. Well, how would sausage balls? And so, I don't like that term. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like little bite sized, okay. you know, about the size of like a, donut a silver hole. dollar. Yeah, like a donut hole. It okay. was like the size of a donut hole. But it was sausage and probably cheese. Mm -hmm. Sounds like it would be. Yeah. Um, like in bread? No. Oh, just sausage. Yeah. Like, oh, it, it was probably like a meatball. Yeah. It was like a meatball, but it was much firmer than a meatball. For some reason, this is making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I love them as a like kid. Like for breakfast or for lunch? I mean, I think it was like, it was part of lunch. Yeah. Really? It was always like one of our favorite things. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Doesn't seem very Thanksgiving. I don't know. Anyways. What is Thanksgiving food, you know? It's, you know? It's whatever you want it to be. True. Um, yeah, because for dessert, I hate pie. And so I also hate turkey. <laughs> so growing up, my mom would make um, a meatloaf and that was my Thanksgiving dinner. And then... Um, for dessert, since I hate pie, she would buy an extra tub of Cool Whip and I would eat Cool Whip for dessert. And I still, I do that every year. That's my dessert on Thanksgiving is Cool Whip. Cool Whip. <laughs> cool Whip. <laughs> um, but it so the sausage balls, um, I remember one year that we at the kids table which was in the other room like it wasn't even oh okay next to the That's adult different. table it yeah. was like it was in the dining it was like in the back kitchen mm -hmm. while the adults were in the dining room yeah um and so i remember we got in a basically throughout the entire lunch we were throwing the sausage balls at each other of course because children right yeah but i remember that we did that and then uh, the next year um, we found one of the sausage balls <laughs> that we had thrown the year prior, like in a plant somewhere or whatever. Like it was like months and months and months later, like we Ew. found like one of the sausage balls. That's gross. 
<laughs> did it look disgusting? Did you quit eating the sausage balls after that? It actually didn't look any different. Well, that's it was concerning like, on its own. Hard, you know, hard as a rock. <laughs> I remember this was actually for Easter, not Thanksgiving. But You can't talk about it then. Well, you, you said April. that the kids' table was in the like back kitchen. Um, for Easter, we would always the kids' table would be in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and next, yeah, the adults would be eating inside, and the kids would have to eat outside because <laughs> it was finally nice outside. So they, yeah, like, wanted to get rid of all of us. <laughs> I mean, as being an adult now, I mean. I, makes total sense. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm trying to have a conversation here. Yeah, <laughs> put those kids in the garage. <laughs> uh-huh, pretty much. Do they do deviled eggs for Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, because that's your thing. I love. You can eat eggs. like an entire platter I, of those. I, I, while, on your own. while I'm in line making yes. my food, the first thing I'll do is I'll pop an entire deviled egg into my mouth and then grab a couple more and put them on my plate. Yes. I that's what I remember about you is that or like I notice every year those give you such bad gas. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, I'm already bad. predisposed to be gassy. Yes. but that adds so much smell to the flame. Yeah, and you have no regard for my feelings about it. <laughs> I well, I have all the regard for my uh, humor, <laughs> for my enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. So that reminded me that just thinking about Thanksgiving and sausage balls reminded (laughs) me that after we got married and a few years after us getting married, we went vegetarian. Oh, yeah. That was like a big deal. (laughs) And then like our families are are everybody's from Oklahoma. Yeah. They've learned now. Kind of. I mean, I mean, but generally speaking, they do a pretty good job now. But the first year that we were vegetarian was... There's no way we could be vegan and eat there. No. But being no. vegetarian, uh, there was like the first year that we... I think it was the first year we were, mm-hmm. we were vegetarian. We went over to my grandma's house. And my grandma, she told me, um, your, you know, mom, your mom, whatever, you know, told me that you don't eat meat anymore or something. And I think we'd already had a holiday over there once and she was like totally confused about what possibly we could eat. Yeah. And we like I think we literally we only had potatoes and rolls. Yeah. That that time. Um, but then the next time she told us, um, I made the green beans, especially for you guys without bacon. Yeah. It's like even the vegetables. Yeah. Have, she was like, I left the bacon in. out of the green beans for you. <laughs> Like, that is the most Oklahoma thing. The, the healthy thing on the plate was green beans, and usually it has bacon in it. <laughs> exactly. I do so remember funny. that. And they, they were shocked that we couldn't eat the stuffing because she made it with the turkey. Fat, yeah. Yeah, broth Drip or beans. whatever. Gr- yeah. Ugh. 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 I hate turkey. Anyway, yeah, that was mm. funny. I guess fun- it's so funny talking to... I mean, all, my only experience is with Oklahoma people, but it's right. really mm-hmm. just like Midwestern. You know, yeah, I mean, we were kind of the same way when we first met vegetarians of just like, how? <laughs> and I mean, we like we had lots of questions, but not as many as our I older see, family the members. The only reason I questioned it was because going to restaurants is hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but not eating at home. But. Our but older family members on both Sarah and I's families, literally they literally don't. baffled. Like they yeah. ha- they couldn't even fathom 
yeah what you could possibly eat yeah like how how yeah. could you like they're like what's your daily food like <laughs> like no, all but, the but, things but even besides daily stuff they couldn't even think of what to make on thanksgiving right. that we could eat like yes. there was they had no re- like concept of, of what we could possibly eat. yeah it wasn't made with animal it wasn't animal or wasn't made with animal, you know, animal. yeah yeah like, it's funny and I, I mean i will i don't know if this is just because i'm more educated now even for me or if it's just that like vegan vegetarian lifestyle has grown so much but it is a lot easier now to like figure out a main dish for thanksgiving i think even more than it was four years ago when we went vegetarian i think yeah i think it's because i think it's easier for us to figure out because we are more educated on the options right but it's still just as hard for them like they yeah i I only knew of tofurkey and i i don't i hate tofu and i hate turkey and so I would just like not eat a main dish. But now I know of a lot more options. Um, yeah. But they still like, even if I told them, they'd be like, wait, you can make a meatless meatloaf or, you know, whatever it is. Like, yeah, just use chickpeas. <laughs> <laughs> like it's still uh, shocking. What was your like ultimate all time favorite Thanksgiving uh, item? item yeah like one i had to pick one food yeah mashed potatoes like a thousand percent mashed potatoes they are the ultimate comfort food yeah absolutely agree yeah i mean i think it was like i would get a piece of meatloaf and i would get a roll and then half of my plate was mashed potatoes yes (laughs) because i was the same way yeah always had a mound of mashed potatoes you get a lot of mashed potatoes especially if there's cream gravy mm-hmm. and i like i'll i can brown gravy is fine Disgusting. it's fine <laughs> but white gravy is where my heart is yeah it's i mean it's so thick it's probably still on my heart probably yeah <laughs> i love it so much yeah and so man just get see and that's where we differ because i don't prefer gravy oh i don't understand all. i don't do brown or white gravy and that's also because i'm i'm a very much a sauce type person yeah like if i could just drink the gravy you know mm. but just the thought of that is disgusting but putting it in the potatoes is where it's at yeah but i, I love any sort of sauce you know you do you're a sauce sauce guy yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you like cranberries or yams? What is it? Is that the same? I don't think it's the same. I what mean, are definitely- yams? Yams are like sweet potatoes. I'm not really picky. I actually, other than mashed potatoes and bread, I don't like Thanksgiving food. Like I don't like sweet potatoes. I don't like pumpkin. I don't like yams or cranberry or turkey or ham. None of that. I wasn't, I'm not a real Thanksgiving food person, but sure. I like Thanksgiving holiday. Yes. Thanksgiving to me is more of an enjoyable holiday than Christmas. Yeah. I think, no, th- I don't think that, I wouldn't say that because I love Christmas. I'm the, not saying I don't love no, Christmas. No, okay, I here's just, what it is. I think Thanksgiving is actually a little better. Here's what it is. I love the Thanksgiving holiday and I love the lead up to Christmas. Yeah. I think like Going shopping for your family and friends is super fun. I love that. I love um, watching Christmas movies and, you know, going to see the Christmas lights and all of that stuff. But 
Christmas Day can be a little um, distracting with presents Mm -hmm. that ultimately don't matter. And I think Thanksgiving is the same idea as Christmas just without the presents. Right. Everyone's literally just there to hang out. That's what I love about Thanksgiving is that. But I do think there's something. I'm not going to not Christmas, though, because I love it. Yeah. I mean, uh, Christmas is a great holiday. Yeah. But I typically enjoy Thanksgiving more because it is all of the relationship and all of the all of the beauty quality of Christmas. family time like the quality time is way right. better at the at thanksgiving than it is at christmas because you there's so much obligation involved in christmas because of all the gifts because consumerism right and if, yeah. if we did away with like the obligation of gift giving and it was and it was actually about uh, the birth of Jesus and like spending time together, spending time like at, with a family, then I, I would like that Christmas more because the lead up is more fun. Yeah. Like, the I really season, like, the like lead up because Christmas. there's so many like amazing, like great Christmas movies and all that type of stuff. And mm-hmm. then like, you know, it's Christmas. Yeah. And, like you have a good thing. Christmas breakfast with your family. Yeah. And then you just play games or something. But I Thanksgiving, I think it, family time, is a lot higher quality. Yeah. And pumpkin pie. You do love pumpkin pie. I've never met, probably never met another person who loves pumpkin more than you. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie cheesecake, pumpkin cheesecake, all variations of pumpkin and cheesecake and pie. Yes. You but love. I also really love pecan pie. You do. Or if you're from the Northeast, the pecan pie. Pecan. But we're from Oklahoma, so... Pecan pie. Not just is, Northeast. My grandpa says pecan and he's from South Carolina. It's on the East Coast though. True. Pecan pie is... I feel like that's newer for you within no, the last couple of years. No, my my, oh. my grandma made a pecan pie my uh, every year my entire oh, okay. life because she they always had pecan trees in their backyard mm-hmm. and on their properties and they would always make a fresh pecan pie. Mm-hmm. And a pecan pie and a pumpkin pie... Those would be the two that I would get, but I always like romanticize the the pumpkin pie. Yeah, and then a couple years ago, well, this is probably like five years ago, we went to Cheesecake Factory, mm-hmm. and Cheesecake Factory had a pumpkin a pumpkin cheesecake, cheesecake with pecan pie filling. Well, what did they call it? It was like a yeah I can't... pumpkin pumpkin no a pecan pumpkin cheesecake pie. Something, something like that, yeah. but it was a hybrid, multi-layer, mm-hmm. like it was pecan like, pie top, yeah, and then a uh, pumpkin cheesecake, and then like the a pecan, like a layer of pecan pie filling, filling and then like it's some more yeah. cheesecake or whatever. Yeah, wow, that was amazing. You died about that. Yes, I yeah. was very sad whenever I learned it was seasonal and they did not bring it back. Yeah, because but it wow. wouldn't have mattered. Because have we ever been to the cheesecake factory? I mean, I definitely went back after. That's that particular true. time. You did go back for go cheesecake, yeah. Yes. Um, Enough about Thanksgiving food, though. Well, yeah, but, but in more recent years, I've actually shifted, and I think pecan pie is my favorite. Um, oh, okay. But I mean, I do still love pumpkin pie, but... <laughs> You're not gonna... Yeah. Not gonna reject pumpkin. But pecan pie, definitely my favorite. So essentially, like what I think is uh, fun about Thanksgiving is sitting around, eating... There's something so magical, I think, of really 
sitting at a table with people and eating mm-hmm. and not being on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's something magical about connecting with humans. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so whenever you're sitting around at the table and you're actually having conversations, there's just so much value in that. But like I was mentioning at the start of the show, these people, a lot of times these are people that you haven't seen in a year mm-hmm. and the conversation can lull yeah. after a while. Be a little awkward. And, you know, the I think the most like things that are in our the forefront of our mind maybe something about faith or something about politics or you know something's in the something that is in the news which right. typically isn't great conversation well it, it rounds itself around to being something about politics because you may think like oh like this story is mm-hmm. really interesting to talk about but then you forget that you find it interesting because of the way that you view the world and if you were to view the world from maybe another political party or right. whatever, it ends up starting an argument and you're like, I don't, I just thought that it was an interesting story. Yeah. Um, so I was just thinking that uh, we should just have some conversations that maybe you could steal for your Thanksgivings. That um, are actually legitimately just interesting. Right. <laughs> um, that are just interesting conversations. Maybe we'll just uh, spark some conversations with you and your uh, family members. Yeah. So- I don't know, just start us off. I and since we're already talking about food. Yeah. Um the other day I was watching um Hot Ones and Hot Ones is a YouTube internet show, grandpa, and um <laughs> they where they interview people. Yeah, they they interview uh celebrities while eating a series of hotter and hotter chicken wings. Um 1 through 10. Yep. Um but the other day uh Lil Yachty um is a rapper. <laughs> I've never heard I don't I think, think I've ever heard yeah. Little Yachty um, but anyways Little Yachty was on there and they he said that he had never eaten anything spicy yeah ever he's like pickier than I am and he was a super picky eater and they uh, he was talking about home essentially he just eats pizza and every day like that's like his main thing that he eats all the time and that reminded me of uh, a story that I heard like this was probably I don't know how many years ago. It was years ago, though. And I think it was a person that was on a show like Freaky Eaters or something. And they, this lady, she would, her entire diet for almost her entire life, if not her entire life, yeah. consisted only of french fries, Jeez. pizza, mm-hmm. and ravioli. Oh, my god! And there was years that it was only french fries and let and then she like worked her way up to eating i want to know how people like that well one don't die but like i mean i was a picky eater growing up i ate more than that but i was a pretty picky eater i didn't like most vegetables you know the texture thing but like i can tell when i'm having too much carbs and sugar like it it really affects me and it it like I, I don't even, I, I just like fall asleep, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I can't function and I don't remember what I did all week or something like that, you know? Like, I'm just like really foggy. And also, like, your skin show like you get dark circles under your eyes because too much sugar and like all this other stuff. How do they even survive their whole life like that? Mm-hmm. I don't, because... What's interesting is it may 
like they may even have like a clean bill of health. Right. Um, but it's kind of like if you were to do drugs yeah. or something, if you consistently you kind of you know used that's that's to... the reason people get into harder and harder and harder drugs because right. your, your body like you adapt adapt and you essentially you get used to it mm-hmm. it's like if you were to you know do a line of coke a day mm-hmm. uh, eventually you wouldn't really feel high anymore right it be- would just be like sustaining or, right. or yeah managing i guess and so in the same way with like food you may actually be operating at 60 percent of what you actually could be operating at. Yeah. And you could be living your whole life on 60% thinking that you feel 100 because you're so used to operating yourself on 60%. Mm-hmm. But if you, if they were to like, you know, change their diet and yeah. add in some like actual nutrients, Vegetables. you know, and, and what it's the same thing whenever people, uh, so but whenever I, people talk about sleep and they you know say yeah. like, Oh, I, I, I easily survive off six hours of sleep. I'm not even tired or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Yes, you can do six hours of sleep, but it's, it's just that your body doesn't even know what right. eight hours. It's feels very like. possible that you're actually operating on, you know, seventy percent of what you could be operating on, yeah. um, because you don't you're you've adjusted and you, you're I not still, you're not actually operating at one hundred. Yeah, but I still am just like shocked that a body could do that, that a body could adapt to that. But a body French is also fries only. Yeah, but a body is also predisposed to live. That's true. It is predisposed for survival. Like it's going to try anything and everything to survive. That's true. So it's like you may, I mean, you are killing yourself maybe um, just very, very slowly. Yeah. Um, But also, I mean, I have seen, um, there was another guy that I'm pretty sure was French fries as well. Um, french fries are good. I don't blame these people. Yeah. Um, I, I may be wrong that about it being french fries. It might have been pizza or something. But mm-hmm. And so he was eating pizza. That was mm-hmm. the only thing he ate mm-hmm. was, I think it was cheese pizza too. Oh, like, man. Just pizza every that single day. That much cheese. But Jeez. he was a generally healthy weight. Mm-hmm. And they, like for the show or whatever, he whatever I saw this on, they had a doctor. He went and got a checkup. Doctor said he was completely healthy. I don't understand that. Like that is like I cannot wrap my mind around that because there are some people who do so much work for like a healthy body and like eating really healthy because they have to. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. It's like every. Also, how can you look? I like routines in my food. I eat the same things all the time. There's no way I could eat one thing every single day forever. But if you had to, let's say you, I don't know, where <clears throat> something happens, mm-hmm. apocalypse or something, yeah, and you have to choose one thing that you have to eat every day. See, before, years ago, a couple years ago maybe, I would have possibly said pasta or pizza because that's my favorite food to eat. Well, Italian, generally speaking. Um but we went to Italy for, were we there for five days? Something like that. Six days. And by the time we left, I was so tired of bread. I was like, can I get a fruit? Mm-hmm. I just want an apple, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't actually think I could do that. You know what I would do? I'm inclined to say avocado toast, but I know that makes me sound like 
that person. That's such a weird answer because no, you so not. rarely have avocado toast. Like, well, because I can't we even remember the last time you had avocado toast. Well, we don't have a toaster, so I don't like make toast. But if I had a toaster, I'd I'd be eating avocado toast all the time. At when I had a full time job, I had that for lunch every single day for like months at a time. Interesting. It would either be avocado toast. This is funny. For my when I have my full time job, I would either eat avo- avocado toast or a bowl of broccoli, like steamed broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my like regular lunches. I mean, it's, it's not a bad uh, health wise. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but no, it was seasoned. It was flavored. Yeah, but uh, just a bowl of broccoli. You don't like broccoli? No, though. I like broccoli, but every no, time I make that's broccoli, not true. you complain. That's not true. I love. Uh, broccoli, <laughs> using broccoli as a spoon to get ranch in my mouth. That's what I love. <laughs> yes. Anytime I make actual like steamed broccoli, mm. you complain. Yeah, I don't. Because I'm like, do you want broccoli? And you're like, no. <laughs> I mean, steamed broccoli isn't bad. Broccoli and cheese is way better. Oh, but um, then it's not healthy. But then raw broccoli with is like disgusting. with a ranch dip is gross. Is great as long as I have plenty of ranch dip. No. I yeah, you're the worst. <laughs> but those were like my regular lunches. Well, I think the perfect thing to choose yeah. to eat every day would be a burrito. Okay, maybe. Because if you get a it basically But you don't it, want to eat too much rice. There's people who who are the most healthy people in the world who eat rice every single day. Well, you okay. You know, there's entire cultures I'm just and saying, civilizations like, who survive and, off of rice. Yeah, but tortilla and rice is a lot of grain. Well, the, uh, but if I had to eat one thing every single day, a, a burrito is packed You're with, right. with so many things in there. Also, you could put avocado in it. Yes. Also, Mexican food is all of the same ingredients, just repackaged in different ways. Yeah. So if you put, uh, if you unwrapped your burrito, tore it in two, mm-hmm. and didn't fold it, or and didn't roll it. Now it's two tacos. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then I could make it enchiladas by just uh, rolling it in something and baking it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I could just eat a bowl. I could just dump it out of the tortilla, and I could eat it. And now I have a Mexican bowl. So, and this I is have, so and you right I now. Have, so logical. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a, a whole protein by having the the beans and the rice. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole protein. Um, and if I went with White rice, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know. No, you probably don't. want brown rice. I mean, I do less starchy. I think, right? Yeah, I actually don't know which rice is better. I always go for the starch. <laughs> I I I ask for brown rice now, but I don't know if. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you got rice, you got beans, you got veggies, you Avocado, got avocados salsa. for some healthy fat. Yeah, um, you know, and then is just don't uh, eat cheese in there every day. Um, you know, and if you are a carnivore, you could add the whatever meat of your choice in there. Mm-hmm. That's I don't fight me on that, but yeah, you're no, you're right. Actually, I think a, a big old burrito is something you could survive off every single day. You're right, as long as it has avocado. In it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're sitting around Thanksgiving, um, and you need a you know, topic of conversation, mm-hmm. you know, just talk about maybe what one food would you what eat? One food would you eat? But you know, the thing is, is you gotta, you gotta ease into these things by, by telling a story, you know? Right. And maybe don't, I mean, just starting with the conversation, just starting with the question that always works too. But 
if the you, conversation if you want to be the, if you want to be the guy you know or the girl at uh thanksgiving who's so interesting wow yeah sarah she came back from new york she was so interesting <laughs> she had all these like stories and these articles that she's bringing up mm-hmm. she, man so interesting <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so start with, you, you were watching, you don't have to watch it. You already know now. So you can start with that. You were watching hot ones and you yeah. know, this, this thing happened. And now, you know, maybe it made you wonder like if you, if you had to eat one thing every day. Um, also, uh, let's just stick on the food thing. Okay. Um, how was, uh, uh, earlier in the news? Um, did you guys see the, Hey, did you guys see this news story? <laughs> um, about, the, about, uh, those, the people stealing lunch money. No. no. What are you talking about? I can answer for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just adding. No, to, I did not. I'm just see adding that. to the table conversation. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, well, you know the the whole uh, people stealing other people's lunch money. You know that's like a yeah, it's like uh, a trope. Yes, a trope in popular culture. Mm-hmm. Um, trope is a weird word. It is. Anyway, I, yeah, there's lots of weird words. Um, <laughs> so this couple of people. They ended up stealing $500,000 worth of lunch money because they were lunch ladies <laughs> at a uh, at a school in Connecticut. Uh-huh. Um, and they were, over the course of five years, they ended up stealing a half a million dollars worth of lunch money. <laughs> How? Because they worked behind the register. They just like skimmed it. Oh. Oh, so they, like actual money. Yes, they were sixty-one and sixty-seven. Wow! And they 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 were the highest paid lunch ladies in the nation. Obviously, well, yeah. <laughs> they made two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, over the course of five years, two hundred fifty thousand every year. Yeah, and well, we just divide it by five. Fifty thousand a year. So they they oh. were, they were making fifty thousand a year a piece off of well plus stealing their it. But then they were also probably making around at least thirty. You know, it's gonna say at least twenty five. Yeah, depending, that the... depending on what state they're in. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they might have tripled. Yeah. Their salary by taking uh, these kids the lunch money. At That's least the crazy. kids got lunch. They weren't stealing. Were they? So they were the, stealing from the man. So yeah, were the registers just off by a couple dollars every single day, and nobody noticed? I guess so. Maybe they were. Uh, I mean, might have been a small school district that. That's insane. Yeah, this says that uh, it was in. A middle school in New Cannon High School, and they 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 got away with four hundred thousand seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars in cash. Wow! If convicted, That's each woman crazy. could face up to twenty years in prison. Twenty years at sixty-seven and sixty-one. Yeah. So They're, pretty much you're done for. They got a uh, That's life a little sentence, bleak, but essentially, yeah. Holy cow. Just for stealing some kids' money. <laughs> um, have you ever stolen anything? Um, I don't think so. Let me, I don't think I have. Have I? I don't know. Are I, you, don't, I don't think I have. Are you a goody two-shoes? Kind of. Or you... I mean, I never did anything, like, super wrong, because I was always scared of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I was always scared of disappointing people, so I like, you know, didn't do too many bad things. Also, what does that phrase even mean? Goody two shoes? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think. I'm like, why does somebody who everybody has two shoes? 
I don't know I'm what it, let's bat, look it up. Batty one shoe. <laughs> and then is it the more shoes you have the better the less shoes you have the better goody four shoes it's a children's story published in london in 1765 wow it's been wrong for a long time yeah you know well there you go you learned something today in 1765. Did you guys know that Goody Two Shoes was a story published in London in 1765? And isn't that just a weird <laughs> saying that we say, like Goody Two Shoes? Have you ever thought about what you're saying? Uh, I definitely have stolen things. Um, yeah, I never, I've never stolen anything as a adult, right? Um, but as a child, I have, I have a few different uh, stealing things stories. Um, I think the funniest one is whenever I was in junior high I was probably I don't know 13 14 mm -hmm. 12 I don't know um I never know what ages people <laughs> are in different grades um but I was with my my friend and my friend Anthony and Anthony and I were at this time we were insanely into cars and the Fast and Furious franchise had been going on like it, I don't know if it was movie one, two, or three, but it was, you know, mm -hmm. in that era, the, the, the prime, the prime, you know, Fast and the Furious days. And we were crazy into it. And so we wanted, um, to make our own NOS tanks. Mm -hmm. And so what we did was we got a uh, two liter, um, pop bottles, soda bottles. Um, and we found some blue spray paint. Um, I don't know where we got the bottles or the spray paint, but we got the bottles and the spray paint. We spray painted the two liter bottles bright blue like the NOS tanks are, mm -hmm. but it didn't quite look like a NOS tank yet because the NOS tank has, you know, the big sticker on it that, you know, says NOS and, you know, the, the graphics and, and yeah. you know, all that. But we're like 13. We don't got no money. Um, so we rode our bikes down the block to AutoZone and... Uh, Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> AutoZone. Um, so <laughs> we went to AutoZone and rode our bikes, parked them outside. We went in and we're just kind of like perusing around, you know. Casual. Casual, you know, yeah. trying not to look suspicious, which a couple of 13-year-olds trying not to look suspicious. I'm sure we looked V suspicious. Yeah. But then the people at AutoZone are probably like, what are they trying to steal? <laughs> 13. It's AutoZone. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh anthony talked me into um getting a couple i think i just grabbed two nos stickers and then putting them in my in my pocket and so i i know i did it and they're in my pocket and now my heart's beating fast i'm about to i'm about to steal something and i i walk towards the door and as soon as i open the door i hear this boop 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 and <laughs> i freak out and I just take off running. Like I run out the door, I grab my bike and I just take off as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. And I make it, I don't know, two blocks away or whatever. And I look behind me, Anthony's nowhere to be found. <laughs> fighter, don't, fight or flight. <laughs> like don't, I nowhere around. So I'm sitting there and I kind of like hide, you know, a little, I'm kind of get myself out of the way a little bit and just wait for him. And it was, I don't know how long it was, but it was, it was a few minutes later. Mm -hmm. Anthony just comes like, you know, on his bike, just pedaling along, do to do, just rolls, rolls up to me, and he goes, "Cody, you're an idiot." <laughs> the door beeps every time you open it. It's just like the little jingle. Yes. 
<laughs> the AutoZone workers are probably just laughing hysterically. <laughs> like, hopefully, I mean, I don't know if they knew. Yeah. But hopefully they just thought that I was like trying to leave my buddy behind or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've stolen anything. I only remember there was this one time we were at Walmart. Like my mom, me, and my sister just doing our regular shopping like we had to do. And the um, – what are they called that you go through? What? The – The metal detectors? Metal detectors. I, I guess they're probably not metal well, detectors. Well, whatever but, they yeah. are, the detectors kept going off every time we like walked through it. But we didn't, I mean, have anything. And so the Walmart worker was like, yeah, whatever, just go, I guess. So we get out to our car and then there's a – necklace like like a tag like on the little tag like hanging on our cart um Mm. like where my mom's purse was Mm. so we couldn't see it but we took it back in which it were like oh there was this you know (laughs) gave it back to him that's the only thing i but i i I mean i don't think that's really stealing we none of us knew that we were doing it (laughs) right and we gave it back and you took it back (laughs) yeah yeah um but i was i was always too scared to like I didn't want anybody to think I was a bad person, so I just never did anything crazy. Yeah. I uh, also stole some some nuts and bolts and screws from Lowe's. Whenever Why I did was... you choose home improvement stores and car stores? I don't know. I mean, this was when I was in grade school. I had a <laughs> My dad had a friend who had a daughter who was like probably four years older than me, and we were all at Lowe's and so we were the kids you know me and this girl we were like just running around or whatever mm-hmm. and again peer pressure she talked me into for some reason like because they have bins of just like yeah. loose nuts bolts screws whatever so I just like as we were walking I would just grab one here grab one there whatever and then put him I put him in my backpack we left and then I don't know how many weeks later it was or I mean I don't know how long it was later it felt like it was a long time but as a kid you know it might have been the next day uh yeah but something like a couple weeks later, my parents call me into this, you know, uh, the other room and they have my backpack and they're like, where did this stuff come from? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I like tip my backpack over and like, I don't know, 20 or 30 nuts, <laughs> bolts, screws, all this stuff just <laughs> like all out of my backpack and I'm like, where, where's what all this, this from? <laughs> and at the time, my dad worked at a... Um, like an RV lot, mm-hmm. like where they sell RVs. Um, and I said, I just found them whenever, along the walls. And whenever I was bored, I would just walk along the edge of the you know RV store and I would just pick up any screws or bolts or whatever that I find and I put them in my backpack. And they're like, are you sure? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because they had to know you weren't telling the truth, I mean, right? They, some of them had like Lowe's stickers around them. Right. Still. Like they had to know you weren't telling the truth. It's like, and it's like. Also, oh, wait, you, you lied you, so it's easily. Like, it's like you found them like in the cracks, you know, around the building. And yet these are all pristine. Brand new. <laughs> like brand new. <laughs> like none of them are even like dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like the, you know, the cracks of the RV shop are yeah. like, you know, pristine clean. You just like living on the edge. Whatever that means. I think that's why you were so fine with having people tell you to steal something. I guess. Anything I mean, that's dangerous you like. I don't know. That's true. 
I mean, I, I do enjoy some thrill, some danger. Yeah. But which is probably why it was so easy for you to lie to your parents too. And like, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you want this? You want to hear the one of the best line stories I have? Yeah. Um. So <laughs> there was I was in I was probably still in junior high at this point, and I was I was a big skater kid. And my parents owned a water park, and uh, in the back of the water park, my dad built this skate park for us all to skate. And we opened up this little skate shop, and we were sitting in the skate shop, and it was like me, four or five other of these other skater boys. Mm-hmm. I, I said, "See you later, boys." Mm-hmm. And um, that morning, <laughs> this is a funny part of the story too. Um, that morning, whenever before the park was open, we had went swimming at you know in the water park. We were going down the slides and all this stuff, and because boys will be boys, we decided to go down the tube slide um with our pants off and so or pants down at least yeah so we would sit on our bare butts and we were like go down the slide and we figured out that it's actually like super fast because there's no friction because <laughs> your butt is so soft and subtle okay. and it would just like zoom, like straight down like the swimming trunks get like you know yeah. caught and whatever it's just like crazy fast to go down um and so we started saying um if you want to go fast go bare ass mm-hmm. um or something i think pretty sure there was like that because it kind of yeah I'm saying it now it doesn't really rhyme but well enough yeah it rhymes enough yeah um and so we would like kept saying this or whatever and i little tiny little backstory i grew up in a christian household right did not cuss right i still don't really like cussing myself i mean i don't have a problem with cussing i just like don't do it don't do it yeah it's just not part of my vocabulary right but uh i don't even really see ass as a bad word but at the time it was um, forbidden and so we were sitting around in the skate shop and there was this marker and people they started everybody kind of started drawing on this kid who had a shirt off uh, you know nobody knows why this these things start um but i wrote on his back like pretty big if you want to go fast go bear A-S-S, huge, Mm -hmm. like across his back. (laughs) And then the other kids, they they show me like, he wrote ass on on your back. And I uh, I was like, you know, we were all laughing or whatever. And then he goes, "Um, I'm going to tell your parents. They're like, I'm going to show your parents. They're like, no, 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 (laughs) don't, no, 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 no. And so he like, he, he, I think me freaking out so much made it even more enjoyable yeah for he's like oh i'm so gonna do yes this. yeah um if i would have just been like i don't care go show him yeah he'd have been like, okay yeah. but no i like freaked out because i very much thought that if they knew that i wrote ass on somebody i was gonna get a whooping <laughs> <laughs> and i um so I, i'm like i'm literally holding on to him he's like a few years older than me so he's bigger and i'm like grabbing onto his leg or arm or whatever just like trying to hold him back like please 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 so but he powers through he makes it in there and he tells my parents and my parents ask me like you know did you write ass on his back and i was like no (laughs) i didn't um and then all the other boys you know kind of like obviously he did they like all look (laughs) like you know it's like slow motion everybody looking at the same time like uh okay <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm like i didn't do it and so like they now they take me inside the office and they're like it questioned me like you know did you do it did you write it and i was like no and i like vehi- 
vehemently vehemently kept denying and denying and denying. They even brought one of the kids that was in the room in there, and he was like, Cody, just tell him that you did it. And I was like, but I didn't. (laughs) Because once you set your mind to something, that's it. (laughs) He witnessed me. He like watched me write it. And I'm like looking, I'm looking him dead in the eyes and saying, I did not write anything on his back. And he's like, but you did. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, so I don't know how long, I was in the office, basically in the interrogation room Mm -hmm. for like 30 minutes, whatever. Long time. Long time. They were just waiting for me to like actually tell the truth because there was the guy that has on his back. And then there was like five other kids that were all like, yeah, Cody did it. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's sticking up for me. But then I, uh, they, I blamed it on another kid, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, who else? It was like, what well, else if you didn't do it, who did? And it's like, well, it was, I don't know who I blamed it on, um, Dustin. And so they brought Dustin and I into the office and gave us both a piece of paper. And you're like, all right, both of you write ass. And I was like, oh, I got this. I'll just write it complete. I'll just write it different. <laughs> so I start writing and as soon as the A is leaving the pen, I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. It looks exactly the same. And then like I can I, I complete the word and it literally is identical. It's like you wouldn't even need you don't need any specialist. You don't need some forensics to do this. It's like um, oh. <laughs> and then obviously Dustin's looks completely different. Like I I told myself before, like just write it completely different. And then like I go to write it and it's identical. <laughs> So obviously, and I'm, your parents were like, "Yeah, see." <laughs> so obviously, I'm outed. But, yeah, you know, I'm some heathen kid who knows how to spell ass. You um, know what I learned recently is that I'm a good liar. Remember, there is this this um, I think it was on a podcast or something where yeah. they were talking about you can tell if somebody is a good liar based on how they write a cue on their forehead, and if you write it. To where the other person can read it. So if like I write it backwards to where you can read it, that means I'm a good liar. Because you can anticipate what other people want and need and like react to that. Yeah. So it's like you ask somebody, draw a cue on their for- on your forehead. Yeah. And if they draw the cue with the, the, the uh, capital Q. Yeah, capital Q. If they draw the line on their right, yeah. then they're drawing it for themselves. Right. But if they draw on the left, then they're actually drawing it for you. Yeah. And that is a very unscientific way. Yeah. Um, but it basically, it's kind of a measure of whether somebody is naturally empathetic, which yeah. also allows them, you know, to possibly be a better liar. Right. Because you can um, anticipate what other people want yeah. to hear slash need, et cetera. Yeah. I'm a good liar. So everybody at your Thanksgiving table right now. Yeah. Um, draw a cue on, you know, look over at grandpa and be like, hey, grandpa, draw a cue on your forehead. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of a fun little test, actually. And then because of um, making videos all the time, I think it's actually true. Because we've had to like refilm things, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. You have to like learn how to act a little bit. Yeah. And I can be just as excited the second time as I was the first time. Yeah, that's true. There's been many times where I, you know, said something funny or whatever, and but I miss kind of miss it on camera. 
Or even you missed the shot, and so right, like I have to act surprised. And so again there'll or be something. there'll be sometimes where we'll do it again, and I'm like, and Sarah will genuinely, well, even to me in the moment, like, yeah, you're genuinely laughing again, and I'm like, oh, there's no way I could do that. Yeah, I'm good at it. I don't know if that's a good thing though. I feel proud of it, but I think I'm not sure if I should be. <laughs> you know what the lesson was on um, getting caught? Yeah with um writing or lying Mm -hmm. was my parents after uh it was obviously me and i said yes it was me and i apologized to the kid that i blamed it on Mm -hmm. and apologized to them for lying they said you wouldn't have been in trouble if you would have just told us that you wrote it Mm -hmm. we would have just said don't Don't do do that that again and now go away but because you lied now I'm, I don't know, probably grounded. And I specifically remember that I was sent to uh, the back of the kitchen mm-hmm. to break down the, you know, how many ever felt like a hundred different boxes from mm-hmm. the shipment that had come in of all the, uh, you know, diff- all the concession foods. Right. You know, that comes in all these cardboard boxes and to put them in the dumpster, we have to break them all down. And I was sent back there and I just remember sitting there with a little uh, box cutter just maybe that's why you don't lie now like maybe that's why you're so fine with telling the truth it's because you learn that if i just tell the truth everything's fine that's possible because i mean i do i have such a problem with like lying now like i really 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 hate lying yeah and so i never lie Right now, and it really bothers me when other, when I find out this. Like, I always trust that other people are telling me the truth, and if it, I think, well, you should, right? Yeah, like, and if I find out, but you're like so bothered by it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if they if they're my friend, right? Or Which, I you mean, know, family or whatever. I mean, on a different somebody, level, that makes sense. But... Somebody on the street. I mean, obviously, I don't want to be lied to, right? But somebody on the street, you know, it doesn't. It's whatever, but. Yeah. I mean, if, if I find out that a friend of mine, like, lied to me, yeah. it, I... It bothers you very, a lot. Very, very, much so. Maybe it's because of that. Maybe. Because your parents were like, if you had just told the truth, everything would have been fine. But because you lied, now you have to go ba- break down these millions <laughs> of boxes. <laughs> and it's solidified you in know. your brain. I mean, it might have... Good job, mom, dad. <laughs> I guess you uh, made, made a truth teller out of me. I suppose so. Like, even whenever... Like now, if I'm in a situation where I don't know, well, I think a, a good example is I'm I'm in a conversation in a group of people or whatever, and somebody I zone out, mm-hmm. and somebody like says something or asks you know whatever, like I come back into the conversation instead of like trying to play it off and act like I was listening all the time, you yeah. know, I'll just say like, oh, sorry, I zoned out for a second. Can you repeat what you said? Like, yeah. just I mean, zone up to it. Like I'm not trying to pretend here. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think ultimately goes into just being authentic. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think that authenticity is such a thing that we strive for. Mm-hmm. And because to me, if you're not authentic, then you're lying. Yeah, but that's a funny correlation, I think. Because I don't necessarily feel that. I don't feel like if you're not, if you're lying, then you're not authentic. Like that, they don't necessarily, it's not like the two sides of the same coin to me. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I am fine with lying because I'm not, but I'm just saying like it's a funny correlation that you like equate those two things. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm 
it's not a conscious like uh, pathological lying type thing. Right. It's more so you're lying in some form. You're either lying to others or lying to yourself. Like if you're putting a mask on and you're tr- and you're showing up as somebody then you then you that you aren't. Right. Then you're pretending, which ultimately is lying. You know, like if you were, you know, what it's a strong word to use for it. Yeah. But you're, you, and maybe that's just it. Maybe I just use different language because I'm not as um, blunt as you are. Because if you if you um, show up to a party and you are putting this mask on and you're acting like you're, you know, some. I don't know. Right. Jock well, you're putting off an or image. whatever. Like you're putting off this image like you're some strong like sports guy, you know, because you kind of want to get in with the crowd or whatever, but really you don't really like sports and you're actually into something else. You are lying to everybody. I know, but see, that just I don't think of it that way. I think of like well, they just don't want to be rejected. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just I just think that's kind of a funny correlation that that like authenticity or inauthenticity to yourself is lying, even though like I guess it is. But I don't know. It's just it's a weird correlation to me for some reason. I mean, I think it but probably- you also are so uh, like against lying that if you tell somebody some information and then find out that it's not correct you like call them and you're like i'm so sorry that i told you the wrong information even though it was correct with the information that i had at the time but six months ago i told you this and it right. was actually this <laughs> like that that's legitimately happens to me yeah that's like what there I'm are times i will tell somebody something and based on your current knowledge right and i like i'm not I am telling them the truth that I have. Right. And then something I even it might be like months later, I learned that I was wrong and now I feel like I lied to that person. Yeah, which is just crazy. <laughs> it's funny. They don't even remember the conversation. Yeah, they're like whatever. <laughs> and if they do remember the conversation, they definitely don't bl- like remember the detail of that I said it was 60% and it's actually 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. So there are some, uh, you know, news story kind of related things that you can bring up at the uh, dinner table, start some conversations. Mm -hmm. But also if you're looking for maybe just some random things that you want to start some conversation, a really good resource is uh, Shower Thoughts on Reddit. Yes, I love Shower Thoughts. Um, I have some Shower Thoughts pulled up here. Um, I'll just... I'll just read a mm-hmm. couple. Uh, I like. I don't know if if some of these will actually make com- you know conversation conversation, but they are funny. Like hand dryers are a really good way to waste five minutes before you wipe your hands on your pants. <laughs> That's true. Actually, there that could be a real conversation though, because that science study thing came out about how hand dryer dryers are really just um, germ collectors. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, they're not cleaner. Than paper towels and just blow the germs. They everywhere. blow the germs everywhere. But think about that next time. <laughs> it, it, but does help the environment, right? Yeah. What's the trade-off here? You know. But then there are those people who don't wash their hands at all, and that's gross. So pick your germs. I feel like. Have you ever thought about that you might have initiated a chain of yawns that has been going on for years that you're unaware about? Oh, that's mind-blowing. I 
am so, it's so annoying how I can't not yawn if somebody else yawns. I can't do it. I have, Empathy. I have to yawn, even if I'm not tired. And it drives me crazy. That's another thing that they say is like a sign of like higher your empathy scale, mm-hmm. the more likelihood you are to yawn if you see somebody yawning. It's so annoying. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. Just because you like, oh, I feel tired too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I feel your feelings. Because you, yeah, exactly. You like feel yeah. the, you know, their tiredness. Like yeah. it becomes like part of you and then you yawn. That's true, actually. This is also true. You don't realize how noisy everyday actions are until you try to do them in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Everything is so loud in the middle of the night. Yes. Is it like, I almost wonder, is it because everything is loud or because for some reason in the middle of the night, your senses are heightened? Right, because your your eyesight is less. So your, your hearing takes over. Because you know your senses like kind of ba- balance each other out. Right. And also my experience with the middle of the night is always like waking up in the middle of the night. And so it's like if it's like right at it's like if you wake up or your senses heightened right in that moment, or is it even if you were to stay up and it was the middle of the night? I think even if you stay up. But it's right? so crazy. Like you I have a bottle cap in my hand and I'm gonna drop it on my on our hardwood floor. It's like that yeah. to me would didn't really seem that loud. Right. But if I did that in the middle of the night, I'd be like, Oh gosh. Yeah. Like, I I woke up the whole neighborhood. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I mean, that definitely would like jolt me awake. I don't understand it. Even just walking. Like if Mm -hmm. I'm walking in the middle of the night, I'm like tiptoeing. Yeah. Trying to be so quiet on our hardwood floors, which is so dumb because. But also the senses are heightened for everybody too, Mm -hmm. because there are times whenever like I have to. I have like a gig that I'm going to early, early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so I get up and I'm like, I get ready and I do this. And I'm being like as quiet as I possibly can. I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, tiptoeing, opening every door, you know, whatever, just like as slow as possible and just like doing everything in like a slow, smooth pace. And then I get home. And Sarah's like, you were being so loud this morning. Yeah. I'm like, there is not any way I could physically be any quieter. <laughs> yeah. I would have had to float it out of this apartment. I it, always it, have that complaint. Like even that happened this last week. You had to be somewhere at like 630 or something. And I was just like so annoyed because you turned the light on and I could, like it woke me up. And then like I heard everything getting ready. I heard you try to shut the door quietly i heard you try to lock the door quietly i was like i'm already awake just (laughs) um another shower thought students who try hard in high school grow up wishing they had had fun but students who only had fun in high school grow up wishing they had tried yeah grass is always greener right that's sort of what that means i guess i don't wish i would have tried harder i mean like really yeah i don't I, I, I mean, guess I, I don't wish that I had had more fun. I think I tried hard in high school. At le- yeah, I think I was naturally smart and like did well. I was in AP classes for some subjects, but I wasn't like overdoing it. Like I didn't, you know, kill myself to graduate with 4.0. I don't know. I mean, I had fun. I also graduated with, I mean, regular yeah. Good grades like I yeah I mean I had like mostly A's and B's through yeah. all through school I mean like the occasional C but the only per- the only like person that bothers my parents yeah 
<laughs> like if I'm yeah. graduating, I'm graduating. I don't care. That's true. Yeah. I don't think that I wish that I had had more fun or less fun or or whatever. Yeah. So take that shower thought. Yeah. We're balanced people. So I do understand the grass is always greener. I think maybe that more so applies to college than high school. I think more because you're like a little older and like a little more mature and you can really appreciate your con like the consequences of what you did in college versus high school. If you graduate high school, you graduate high school. But like if you don't graduate college, if you don't like pass, it's a big deal. But then also if you have no fun in college, your memories of college suck. So there's like a, I feel like the, it's more obvious. Yeah, I don't know. Never went to college. I kind of wish that I had. Eh, not really. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I I do like the uh, learning you, aspect yes. of college. I really do like the idea of like going to classes and things like that. But the whole college experience, blech. Yeah, I have no desire yeah. to learn things that I'm not interested in. Yeah. I love learning things. Right. But trying to get my general education yeah. and trying to do all this. There's a difference in like no. learning things and then like having to sit through math lectures. Right. Yeah. But if it's things that I'm interested in. Right. Like if they were, if I could go to college and it was all like creativity, design, photography, video. Just auditing classes like, you want to. Right. Yeah. If it was all of that stuff, heck yeah. Yeah. But also... Like, but then you still, it's kind of the whole, I do appreciate a classroom learning environment, so I'm not, but there is that argument of like, you don't actually ha- need to pay for that education anymore because right. it's available on the internet. And that is so true. Yeah. But there is something about a classroom learning environment that I uh, can appreciate. Yeah. Last thing yes. um, before we wrap up. Uh, you, this is another shower thought. You've probably once had a dream so vivid that it made that you think it's a memory even mm. though it never really happened. Interesting. Well, how, I'm never going to know, I guess. You want to know, this is maybe a little morbid. I don't know. The I used to have really vivid dreams, maybe like in junior high and high school, of like getting shot. It was like a nightmare, basically. It's called living in America. But the... yeah but like this the shot when it like hit me would wake me up every single time i dream that dream i don't even know how many times i've heard many times that they say if you die in a dream that you die in real life i wonder i don't i've been shot a lot of times in my dreams no but you wake up from the shot right yeah like you didn't actually die because you woke up oh i see like yeah. You didn't die in the dream because you got shot in the dream, but you woke up. Yeah. Like they, I've heard. But there's always, there was always a pain wherever it was I got shot in my dream. So ask your family members, have you Did ever. Did you punch me? Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever died in a dream? Yeah. And then that, then we can, you know, then report back. Yeah. And then we can disprove this thing that I heard once. <laughs> this thing that I heard once. <laughs> that uh, if you die in a dream, you die in real life. What's your most mi- vivid dreams? Do you have one? Or like the most reoccurring maybe? As an adult, the most reoccurring dream that I had was uh, was being at Sunday morning at church, mm-hmm. being in the tech booth, and something insane going wrong. Yeah. And I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Like 
That actually happened. You had that dream the night before we got married. Right. That you were in the tech booth, weren't you? Mm -hmm. And something went wrong at the like wedding ceremony. Yeah, in my dream. In your dream. I was in the tech booth at my own wedding. Yeah. And something went wrong. And he freaking made it happen because that's really what happened. Something went wrong. I, like the video froze or something. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, pastor was like, let's pray. <laughs> and then you ran off stage to the tech booth to fix it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing you dreamed that so many times. I guess. I mean, I don't know if that was the first time I dreamed it, but it might have been the first time I dreamed it. It actually happened the next day. Yeah. But then I had kept having that. I mean, for years and years. Mm-hmm. I would have that dream that something went super wrong at church while I was in the tech booth and yeah. like, you know, the video ends and the, you know, who the next person that's supposed to be on stage is nowhere to be found, yeah. you know, or the computer, like it freezes and, you know, it, and it's, it's surreal because it's a dream and there's nothing like that will fix it. It's yeah. just like in this limbo of like everything's going wrong. Something yeah, like that yeah. was my most reoccurring adult dream mm. for sure. Yeah, I always just dream that I got shot. Do you have a have you had adult recurring dreams? Um, I've had a few, but not like not like reoccurring for years, only for like I'll have like I had this one dream that I kept having for maybe like three months or something, but then it went away. And like it's I wrote about it is the one where I like kept dreaming that I was in this tiny town and England somewhere on cobblestone streets and it was raining, hmm. but I don't know where it is. And it was like that dream. And I kept having it for like three months. And then it happened. No, I haven't been to England yet. Oh, well, I was thinking of a CC. No, that's Italy. I know. And that was two years ago. This dream was happening. This I had this dream last year. Last year? This so year? it was a memory of walking in a season. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like an actual dream. I was like, I didn't know where I was. Oh, it was a season. Oh my gosh. Um, my second most reoccurring dream as an adult yeah. is for some reason, I didn't graduate, college, didn't graduate high school and I have to go back. Oh, that's a terrible dream. Yeah. Like that is, ha- I've had that recurring dream for, I mean, I'm, I've been out of high school now for 11 12 11 years, years, 11 years. Yeah. And legitimately like, I mean, I probably haven't had it in a couple of years, but I, throughout my yeah. adult life, That's I've crazy. had this nightmare <laughs> that I didn't actually graduate and I have to go back to high school. That would suck so bad. Yeah. I would, Do I you would have just uh, weird be a dreams? <laughs> Like we wake up and can't really explain why you had that dream. Oh yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing is that. I've heard this many times and I think it's true that, you know, we have these crazy weird dreams, but they're not interesting to anybody but you. Yeah. I think my weird dreams are mostly like Like nobody wants to hear about your weird dreams in it are weird. The dream itself is totally normal, Mm -hmm. but the people in it are weird. Like I can't really explain why Michael Sarah was in my dream. You know, (laughs) like he was just like chilling, hanging out. We were whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Stuff like that is not like weird dreams. My brother once had a dream that he was just driving a tractor all the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I remember that because he he drove a forklift at work a lot. Oh yeah, a forklift. That's what and it was. And then he had a, a dream at night that he was driving, driving a, a forklift. forklift. <laughs> so he woke up exhausted from work and then had to go to work yeah. and drive the forklift. 
That sucks. <laughs> uh, that is the worst. Yep. Like, gotta gotta check in for my uh, my shift think, and fall asleep. Do you think dreams have meanings, or do you think that they're just our subconscious getting rid of all the crazy stuff? I think mostly they are subconscious. Yeah, like processing and, um, yeah, it's our brain's way of dealing with um, information. It's also our brain's way of storing memories. It's also our brain's way of dealing with trauma. Yeah. Um, trauma is think... always lessened with the more nights of sleep that you have. Yeah. I do think that dreams are – I pay attention to my dreams. Like I, I kind of take note of what I'm dreaming and why. But I do think mostly they're just like a subconscious. You should, you should um, do something with that. Maybe call it like a, uh, a, a dream journal, like a dream journal. Oh, I've yeah. never heard of this thing before. <laughs> wow. Created right here. TM. <laughs> All right. Well, have a happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah. Hopefully these conversations will spark some uh, ideas for you that you can bring to the dinner table. And yeah. you can you can be, wow. Interesting. Chad is so interesting. Where is he learning all these random facts? Did you hear what Nicole <laughs> talked about? At Thanksgiving, that was so interesting. Yeah. How did she know that? Who were the Jensen's? They kept talking about the Jensen's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. As a reminder, this podcast is brought to you by B&H. B&H Photo Video Superstore in New York City, but also at bhphotovideo.com. The links to all of the gear that we are using to record this podcast are in the show notes. Go ahead and click a few of those, see what we're recording with. And remember to check out B&H for any of your technological needs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And while you're down in the show notes, you can also check out our socials. I am on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. And we also have a YouTube channel, if you didn't know. Yeah. All of the links to that are down there. Or I guess if you're in a podcasting app, they're not down there. They're just there somewhere, depending <laughs> on which podcasting app you're using. But They're around. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Deeply Curious FM. You can follow me at Cody underscore Jensen. Follow Sarah at Sarah underscore Jensen. And also on Instagram. Yep. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.